I'm Terry Taylor, and this is the Interior Design Business Academy podcast. As an interior designer, you may be thinking, I love what I do, but I am so overworked and underpaid. Let me tell you, I've been there too. I spent many years learning from my own mistakes and developing proven strategies and systems to make interior design a profitable career while keeping it fun and creative. So now I'm here to help you get paid what you're worth. If you're ready for some straight talk about how design business really works and you're ready to break through old belief systems that are holding you back and shift into beliefs that support your goals and bring lasting success, you are in the right place. Hi, I'm here today with Coach Marcia Sodas, and we're going to be talking about boundaries. One of those things that we all deal with, challenges that we all have, and how to recognize them and how to set better boundaries in the end. Marsha, welcome. Hi, Terry. Hello, everyone. It is so good to be here. Thank you for having me. And I'm excited to talk about boundaries. Why not? <laughs> Why not? That's something <laughs> we deal with all the time. All the time. So what what exactly are boundaries? If we were to define that, what does that really mean? So boundaries are guidelines, sort of self-regulating guidelines that we place within our life to guide our life, to give us some more peace, to give us some some organization, to give us some balance, and to let others know what's the best way we choose to be treated. Those are boundaries. Ah, okay. That's a that's a good explanation. So what we're saying then is that when people encroach on us or we feel like we're being pushed on or, or over over our limits or over our space, it's because the boundary isn't established. It could be that the boundaries have not been established properly. It could be that you're working with a boundary that was put in place many years ago that's not relevant to where you are today. Or it could be that the boundary just wasn't communicated. So it was in your mind, in your head, but you didn't tell anybody because I I just can't read minds. I don't know, but not many people can. So (laughs) Me neither. (laughs) I get caught in that sometimes. (laughs) It's it's, it's real in my mind. But if I didn't tell anybody, it didn't go anywhere at all. Exactly. Exactly. And you just expect people to know and that's just not how it happens. So we have to communicate the boundaries. Right. So when we're talking about boundaries within our design businesses and dealing with clients, I think that's where we start to see them. We see them show up profoundly, even though they're really much deeper than that. Really, they go all the way back into our family relationships too. Yes. But but the the client relationships are the the tricky things, you know, the the people who call you all the time that want you to be at their beck and call. That's a boundary. Oh. Right? Oh, oh yes, absolutely. We we hear about this all the time that boundaries were not established with the client designer relationship, the time boundaries. And so, you know, if you don't establish a relationship, you're going to be on call 24-7, always looking for 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 your phone to answer an urgent message, but you're gonna that's gonna burn you out. That's gonna cause you some overwhelm. So if that boundary was like put in place at the beginning you know, then we could eliminate that moving forward. Yeah, that makes sense. 
And, and I have to remind everybody, we're not practicing medicine here. We're not supposed to practice all 24-7. Nobody ever died of SOFA. It never happened. Oh, yes. That is, that, you know? that's, that's true. That's true. That's true. Even though they think they will, it's, it's not true. Yeah. Urgent, urgent emergency in the design world. Yeah. Yeah. So, so what's happening then is this, this overwhelm that we get into because of people wanting everything right now, right now, is really because we never established how our boundaries work or how they should contact us or when we're working and when we're not working and that sort of thing. True? True. True. Again, communication is very important, but I would go a step further. I will, I will reverse engineer that. Before you even communicate it, you have to be clear on it. So you have to be clear so that it's not sounding like one thing today and it changes tomorrow. It has to be really structured and really clear on where you're at and what those boundaries are. Oh, okay. So how do you get clear on that? How does that happen? Because that would be the starting place, right? Figure out yes. what, 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 what do we really need boundaries on? Yes, absolutely. So you, you can get clear by looking at where you are. So if we're talking about the, in the aspect of your business, where are you in terms of your business? What are your hours of work? What, how many clients can you really manage at a time, right? Look at where you are. How many hours do you want to put in? What's your closing time? What's your cutoff time? And you stick to it. Yeah. And not only establish a boundary, but stick to it. Uh-huh. And try not to, to, to waver just because, you know, you just want to be nice or kind, but establish yourself as as a business person running a real business and you have real opening and closing hours and boundaries to go with it then you could communicate that and you're very crystal clear on it ah well that makes sense that makes sense i think lots of designers never think of it that way they kind of think of their business as an extension of them and then they being people pleasers, of course, we're all people pleasers. Of course, yes. <laughs> really yes. in trouble trying to take care of everybody and then just get totally, totally drained. Yeah, you yeah. know, just just awful. So how do you go about looking at at well, you're talking about setting up office hours. That's a good idea. Yes. Uh, and and when you want to work and when you don't want to work. I mean, one of the cool things about having a design business is it is a lifestyle business. You can set all this stuff up. Right. And it can be the way you want. So, I mean, if you want to work four days a week, that's the way you set it up. And if you want to be done at two o'clock every afternoon so you can pick up your kids, that's the way you set it up. Right. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. So that would mean that we'd need to get really solid about, I guess, what it is that's bothering me right now, where I'm having struggle, and then take a look at that and figure out what would be. What would be right? You know, if it, we always do that exercise where we write down everything that's wrong and you do that and they say, okay, yes. if it were right, what's the opposite of that? What? Yes, yes, yes. Would that be the process? Yes, well, absolutely. That would be the process. Look at what works and what doesn't work for you. What's serving you now and what is really pulling and tugging at you. So it, it also comes into being very much self-aware. So what is the point in your business that feels good? What is the point in a business that you love and that you enjoy? And when you get that that emergency call, how does that make you feel? So you can do something about that. And it plays into what you just said, Terry, about being a people pleaser. Yeah. And we allow that to, to um, erode the fact that we're running a business as well. 
right? And it, it, it overlaps. And the thing is, because we, we're so trained to be nice and please and to, to please our clients rather than give them the best expert um, job that we can, you know, we overlap, it overlaps. And sometimes we are the ones, the designers, you know, taking the brunt of it. And um, it's too much. And there's, that's where the boundaries can help to really make your life have peace and balance at the end of the day. Yeah. So what you're saying then is we really have to have to figure out what it is that you, how it is that you want to be working in the first place and almost like write a set of rules. This is what it is. So that uh, when that opportunity or the opportunity or the challenge arises, depending on how you want to look at it, that you know what to say. Of course. So it's it can start as simple as just sitting down and writing the things that work for you, what's currently working for you, and what's not. Then you take it a step further and you look at the things that are working and now how could you structure those? How could you put those in place so that it makes sense, so that it has some kind of flow to it, so it's not haphazard. So it's like a, a procedure. It's moving in a structured manner with organization. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. That's a that's a big that's a big arm. that's a big one yeah that's a big armful <laughs> yes big armful yeah so yeah yeah that's where you end up with in the end right in that's the- where you end up but it could start really simple like what's 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 keeping me up at night what's what's giving me this overwhelm and just write those things down start with that start there or start yeah why did I miss my kid's soccer game on Saturday morning? Correct. Exactly. Yeah. 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 That, that kind of stuff that just isn't, it isn't right. And it isn't necessary for you to give that up to have a good business. It's just not. It's right? not. It's not. Yeah. And in fact, when you have good boundaries and a framework that you always stick to and people know what it is ahead of time and they bump up against it and you say, well, I can't do that, but I could do this. What happens is they start respecting you and your opinion and your oh, yes way more yeah way way more that is a good side effect that's a good result because people respect you more yeah because you've communicated it too yeah now yeah. that they know they you can operate even better and they understand you don't have you know we don't have to sacrifice our family life or our life or personal life for we can have it both we yes. can have it both you we can, can have, have it both ways. yeah, yeah. Agreed. Agreed. So when we talk about, um, we always are having people who, designers who are struggling with clients who are texting them on Saturday night at 10 o'clock. Now, we got to point out that first of all, if you're business, you don't respond at 10 o'clock at night. I mean, you can't even get a doctor at 10 o'clock at night and they're on call. You know, you know how that is. So it's like, why are you doing that? Right? Well, Perhaps you're doing it. We're getting into physical. Perhaps you're doing it because your personal phone is the business phone. Now, uh-huh. there's a boundary. that's a little physical boundary that'd be really easy to fix. It's like yes. if you can have two numbers, there's services that will fix that and, and yes. get you out of that loop. Yes. But telling people ahead of time that your business hours are, are, are nine to five, Monday through Thursday, and you do Friday morning, nine to noon. And if somebody calls outside of that, then you'll get back to them in the next business day. If that's already established, then that text that comes in at 1030 doesn't need to be answered. No, if it's already established, you are not obligated in any way to answer that text. Exactly. The, the guidelines are there. Exactly. But you've got you to be solid on those guidelines. 
and right, you right. have to you have to manage yourself with that need to please and stick into your boundaries exactly exactly <laughs> kind of like raising children right <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> Same. <laughs> raising children teaches you everything okay? yes everything. <laughs> so you know related to that your clients aren't your children but in a way they are <laughs> yes yeah and they need a set of rules to run by and you need to stand on the rules okay but you get to decide what the rules are correct correct yes right okay so that can set that piece up pretty well. Now, how is it that we become more aware of where we don't have a boundary or lack of boundaries is getting us in trouble? Or, you know, uh, you know, self-awareness has got to be the key to this, right? Because you got to pay attention to yes. how you feel and how you react to things. And and when you get in that place that's overwhelming or yucky or you, you know, you're losing your joy of doing this. Right? The yes. Joy yes. Of creativity is not enough to carry the the angst of, of what people are doing to you. Is just to have to start being connected to yourself and paying attention to what's going on. Yes, of course. Because at the end of the day, you if you are if you don't have the energy and you don't you're not in the right frame of mind and the right energy, then your business is going to feel the brunt of it. Your family they're going to feel it, right? Everybody around you they're going to feel it. So you have to take that time, and it's it can't be stressed enough for self awareness and self care. Sometimes it means just putting those boundaries in place giving yourself the time to reset, to stop thinking about all the workload on everything and just reset. It's it's a healthy thing to do as well. Healthy boundaries. Yeah. Oh, so it's that space where you you stop working. You stop you gotta stop your designer brain from going and going and going and yeah, going. I, it goes a million miles an hour, we know, but at some point we have to yeah, reset. Yeah. <laughs> chill. Correct. Just chill. Yeah. Yeah. And at that point, then you could start looking at what was causing all the overwhelm and the yes. chaos. Yes. When you get yourself out of that zone and you can actually focus on on yourself, get rid of all the other noise on, mm-hmm. on the outside and focus on yourself. And then you're going to actually start to really realize why why do you do this? Why do you feel the need to please? Why are you overwhelmed? What causes you to miss all these family events or you know work the the long hours over the weekend or even break your own boundaries because maybe it wasn't just established strong enough to begin with true true you know we talk to designers who are missing their workouts in the morning because or staying up till 10 o'clock at night doing paperwork that kind of thing yeah. you know it's, it's it's endemic it's all over the place and it's all yeah. all about boundaries you know one of one of the boundaries we bump up we talk about a lot here at IDBA is is the running out the boundary about running out of your office and rescuing contractors. Oh yes. Oh yes. Oh I have I, I have an urgent fire to put out right now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Something happened. Exactly. So so and what happens is it triggers our brain going, oh I don't have to sit here and do this stuff on the computer and figure this out. I could run yes. out run down there and be a hero. Exactly. So your whole, whatever you planned gets thrown back, whatever you had to do, whatever day that was designated and task that was designated for that day gets thrown in the back to be, to be attended to whenever again, you don't know, and you move forward with the fire, chasing Mm -hmm. the fire. Yeah. Yeah. And, and we don't really know that the fire is a fire. 
Yeah, no. <laughs> it may not even be a fire. It, it may be something he could easily figure out himself. He just wants you to decide instead of him. So if something goes wrong, you're under the bus instead of him. Well, that's there's that too. Exactly. That. Yes. Yeah, there's that. Yeah. And I often question is what do we get out of running out and being a hero? You know, there's some some feedback to us as designers for doing that. Because we know now we're going to have to do what we're supposed to do this afternoon. We're going to have to do it tonight. And it'll probably be 1030 at night before I get to go to bed and give up the paperwork. And it's like, that's not right. You know, <laughs> not very good for your relationship. Right? You know, I know. That, Terry, yeah. that, that sounds like, you know, sometimes we feel the need. We have to prove ourselves, prove ourselves that we are the expert that we say we are. Maybe people wouldn't believe it unless we put in the extra work, the extra hours. We go the extra 10 miles, not one mile, 10 miles. So we have to prove ourselves. And I really don't. You know, we really don't need to be proving ourselves. A superwoman thing. Yes, yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let go of that one. <laughs> yeah. That. Yeah. So kind of like proving you can help. I, yeah, there's there's all of that stuff going on. Yet it's so detrimental to us and our schedules because we went out and rescued him and made made him feel good and made us feel good because we did it. But then what does it do to our, you know, what does it do to our time? It's terrible. It's, it's terrible. It is, yeah. Because we, we run into designers all the time who are working 60 and 70 hour weeks. And it's like, that's not what's going to make a successful business. It's not going to burn you up. It's it's totally the recipe for burnout. That is the recipe for burnout right there. Yeah. Yeah. So how do you get to the point where, okay, you realize you're in burnout. You realize you're giving away too much. You're working way too many hours, doing everything everybody wants to do. So how do you get the mindset shift to decide that there could be something else and that you can that you could stand on and say, no, this is the way I run my business? Yeah, well, that is a major mindset shift but it can be done in steps. So first of all, the easy things to do, just take some time to see what triggers you to feel this way, right? Look at all the things within the last couple of months. What did you miss out on? What did you lose out on? What got you so exhausted that you couldn't even move again, right? What were those things? And make a note of those things. Start writing. Writing is very therapeutic. Start writing these things out. And when you write it, look at it because more than likely what you are writing there that caused this this terrible feeling of burnout, this feeling of no boundaries, the of overwhelm. It's often the opposite of that. That could be the thing that you need to do. Mm -hmm. So if you were doing, uh, uh, what uh, into the night up till twelve in the night, you're sitting doing um, drawings and stuff. Maybe the opposite of that. You actually set a time where you stop working. Maybe that could be the simple fixed it. But it does. It wouldn't start unless you take assessment of yourself take assessment of what you're doing right what? in your personal space yeah yeah okay so what's what's going wrong and then once you identify that say okay then what can i do about it yeah, yeah. and give you and give you take the action to it too often we say we're going to do something and we don't take the action to it and take some time to work on you go do something that clears your brain take your exercise take your walk do something relaxing it helps it really does help it, take care of really yourself does. yeah take it care really of yourself works. we we know from studying highly successful people that they don't work ridiculous hours they don't they don't they work they don't work a lot at all they have a lot mm. of time 
off to restress and restore and build all that stuff up because then mm-hmm. when they work, they're highly effective. Yeah. yeah. And and stay if and at some point you're gonna realize if you stay within your zone of expertise, you're gonna you are going to be so much more effective at what you do rather than chasing everything and trying to be master of everything, right? Jack of all trades and master of none. No. Yes, yes. If it's your little tool there to get yeah. everything done. Yeah, it doesn't work. Now, now we'll acknowledge the fact that when you're starting out, hustle is what gets you there. That's true. I <laughs> I I've done that, lived that, know it, but and and then it's true. And then there comes a point when you have to take the shift. Exactly. Because it's not sustainable. It's not exactly. sustainable. Yeah. Yeah. You know, hustle is is how you you get it going, but hustle isn't how you build a really good practice. It just no. isn't. That's, that's not it. That's the wrong direction. And all that'll do is burn you out. So if we were going to, in, in the practical sense, if we were going to, let's say, eliminate contractors who <laughs> get over our boundaries and call us all the time for ridiculous things, um, we could, you know, a, a framework to, to set boundaries around that would be to really talk about it a little more and find out how immediate this buyer is, because often it isn't immediate. It's, it's just a question he has, right? Yes. And if you had a schedule, a regular schedule where you were doing your on-sites every Tuesday and Thursday morning at nine o'clock and you're there for half an hour, you yes. could say, well, Joe, that's an interesting question. Let's talk about it on a Thursday morning when I'm there. Yes, exactly. Right. And that, yeah, that would work perfectly instead of racing off at the drop of a hat to, yeah, yeah. to get it done when it's not that urgent anyway. Yeah, it's not, yeah, it's not, not life or death over there on the construction site. And the can't, the, the answer would get solved and it would get solved in a way that, that worked in your schedule. Right, because you're going to be there anyway, so you can solve it. So Correct. it's looking at those kinds of things and realizing that just because somebody calls you and wants something doesn't mean you're supposed mm-hmm. to jump and jump over words yeah. and do it. All right. We want good customer service, but that's not the definition of good customer service. No. And and you know, Terry, sometimes it's these simple fix has big has a big impact. It just means just as you said. You have a schedule when you're going to visit the site. Uh-huh. And that's a simple fix, but it has a big impact because it has a ripple effect on the way the rest of your day goes. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And and to one of your points, I always hear you talking about you're training this guy by your actions. And of course. So, yeah. So if you if you respond and run out there every time he calls you. Um, then you have trained him to think that if he has any little question at all, you'll just show up and fix it for him. Yeah, we we teach people how to treat us. It's like the 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 experiment, the Pavlov effect. Ring yeah. the bell, and yeah, yeah. But no, we have to teach people how to treat us, and the way we. But we have to be clear on how we want, we choose to be treated. Okay, it's a choice you have. It's a choice you have. You stand up and you be confident in how you choose to be treated. And then you you let you communicate that, yeah. Just communicate that, yeah. yeah. And it and it doesn't diminish taking care of the client. Not it doesn't at all. diminish the service you give to your people. It doesn't diminish, you know, how how well the job comes out. It actually supports it. It's the other. It's the other side. Yeah. So this idea of giving yourself away in whatever manner you have to in in order to get this job done is faulty thinking. 
because it really isn't helping the job at all. It's just destroying you. Absolutely correct. And you know what? It doesn't diminish it. In fact, it builds a, a high measure of respect for you as a business person, as a professional, and a healthy relationship with you and your client moving forward. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, it's something that we really need to be thinking about more and and, and getting a little deeper into. Now, we're going to do, Marsha and I are going to do another podcast, right? That'll follow this one. We're going to get a little more into some nuts and bolts of how you set those boundaries and how those pieces actually work. So until next time, design something beautiful and get paid what you're worth. Bye. I hope you enjoyed today's episode of Interior Design Business Podcast. If you love what you're learning, head over to interiordesignbusinessacademy.com and book a clarity call. This is the perfect way to chat with one of our coaches about where you are in your business and what your next best step needs to be to make your design business profitable and enjoyable. As always, you can head over to interiordesignbusinessacademy.com to check out the links and resources from this episode. So until next week, design something beautiful and get paid what you're worth.